0: Hello everybody and welcome to Esports Today, a mini podcast series brought to you by the lovely people at Ross Video and Esports Insider. In this interview in particular, we're going to be talking to David Jouan, who is the EU Senior Brand Manager of Pringles. We're going to be getting the sponsors side of things, of what they see in esports and what they see in esports partnerships and the marketing activations that they have done. And also what potentially is going to be happening in the future with Pringles in esports. It's a lovely chat and I can't wait for you to see it. So let's get into it. Uh, David, it's a pleasure to have you on here at eSports today, brought to us by, I'm going to say the sponsor now, Ross Video, amazing people, live event uh, manufacturer for production. Please do check them out, and obviously eSports Insider, but I've got to get the plug in straight away, you know, uh, I love the sponsors. Um, I want to talk about Pringles in eSports. We were chatting a little bit just before, and um, it's really interesting for me when you see eSports organizations talk about sponsors and wanting to have sponsors on we don't really always get the chance to speak to the sponsor themselves. So to, with Pringles, why, why has the Snap brand kind of jumped into the eSports space? Because it's not just a recent thing as well, it's been about four or five years Five years
1: the now. eSports space. Yes. So well, for us, it was very important. In the past, we had already tackled other entertainment industries as part of our campaigns. Like it would be a night scene with movies or it would be music. Uh, and gaming is the biggest in game, uh, inter- entertainment industry. So obviously we needed to be there. Uh, esports specifically, it's an opportunity for us to partner with teams, to uphold the community, give something back, to have a better place for the gaming community, while at the same time we're building our credibility. We're not a gaming brand. We are not Logitech, we're not Xbox, we're not any of the likes. So we have to win our role within gaming. And that's why we want to be partnered with Esports. It's a key part of the gaming community. Uh, and also give us the opportunity to reach more of a hardcore gamer audience uh, then probably our TV ads wouldn't be reaching. So, it crosses a lot of boxes. It made perfect sense for our category as gamers love to snack. It made even more sense for Pringles because we are the less mess snack. So we don't we are not oily and we don't have fuff. um So obviously uh, it was a very good opportunity. Is it interesting
0: being a non-endemic brand to the space uh, in terms of marketing? Like how do you? How do you kind of market yourself? Because it has to be a little bit different than like you said an Alienware or any of the endemic brands. Like, how do you make sure that you kind of keep that Pringles identity, but
1: then also relate to that gaming and esports audience? Well, I think there's two parts to it. First of all, we always try try to give something back or be giving some memorable moments, uh, partnering with creators in order to create something unique that is appreciated by the community. So that would be like, giving this added value, uh, but at the same time, I think it's also very good for us uh, to be partnering with eSports, gaming in general, for our strategy as well, um, because it's a, our audience is already in gaming. Uh, 86% of what we consider our target, they consider themselves gamers, so it's a, it's a, a very easy win-win situation for us. We know where they are, uh, so instead of having to find them in different medias and different platforms, we know that our audience is gaming, so we just need to reach them through. through them. And in terms of
0: like the different campaigns, you've had not just like uh, wide, wide-ranging partnerships with esports organizations. You've also gone a lot more local and done local activations as well. Like, which ones do you think um, for you are, are more beneficial? Is it is it that wide-ranging partnership or is it the more local initiatives
1: that you've managed to do i have to say both (laughs) obviously uh, i think these european campaigns are the ones that put us in the map bring us reach bring us credibility bring us a lot of attention and recognition within the industry but then we cannot forget about the local partnerships uh obviously our european campaigns are going to be very well received within northern european markets uk nordics germany where the English language is very used, but especially in the southern of Europe, we need to be conscious that our message is not going to be well landed if we are not using local talent, if we are not using local creators, uh, local partnerships, etc. So it's it's a, we have to be with complete plans that focus both centrally Europeanly, but also with our markets in order to get these nuances of the markets.
0: And uh, how hard is it to kind of get the these activations, these market, marketing campaigns, kind of off the line? Because obviously you know, Pringles is part of a, a bigger corporation. I'm guessing there's a, a few lo- uh, hoops to jump through per se. Um, is it is it a bit difficult sometimes to get everything or is it kind of finding that right balance and, and kind of uh, sometimes uh, giving a, uh, what is it kind of giving something back to make sure that you can actually push forward?
1: Compromise, yeah. that's the point. Exactly, question. it's always, yeah, I would say the key word is compromise, it's always a challenge but it's, we don't only activate with gaming, so we are, it's not our sole focus. So we also have to find the balance between other activations, other campaigns, and other priorities we have, but also it's another compromise as well for working with our local markets on what their priorities are, on what messages they want to be landing in the markets. So we always try to get the most consistency we can uh, to make sure that our consumers see one single approach. And I think we get there, uh i think pringles is a very easy brand to work with especially because we're fun we're playful we're curious so it's like a perfectly between the occasion and our brand so it's something very easy to execute how
0: how how important is it to kind of collaborate with those within the esports space as well not just like the organizations but in terms of like unlocked which is one of your partners like an agency which helps with these marketing activations is that is it a boost to have kind of collaborations like like that for what is a brand to kind of connect with audiences?
1: I wouldn't even say a boost, I would say it's essential. Mm. Because, I mean, in our teams, in brands, we might have people that know a little bit more of gaming that they are kind of a gaming expert, but still way far from what an agency can bring. So I consider myself a gamer, but uh, I don't think I know 50% at least of what Unlock can bring us. They have the contacts, they have the knowledge, They have the view of what are the trends what's going to come next they understand better the community and they are able to make us more credible and relatable for our audiences so i wouldn't just say a boost i would say it's very
0: essential yeah so you think that in terms of like for a lot of endemic brands if if it is to try and breach and relate to that audience more you do need to have these collaborators to kind of help push the brand in the right direction instead of just
1: yeah. Uh, putting a logo on a t-shirt, per se. Exactly, exactly. Just putting a logo is going to bring you probably the rich KPI that you can put in front of some of a senior stakeholder, but it's not going to bring you credibility. It's not going to bring you authenticity. And at the end, gam- gamers know about it. Like We've seen many examples in the past where brands in the FMCG world and others have activated gaming wrong, and they've been called out for it as not being credible or relatable. So it's very important to have these connections with these agencies, partners, talent, content creators, et cetera, and trusting them. Like we have got to trust them. And uh, moving on to then
0: the future with, with Pringles, like what are some of the ambitions that you're looking to do in terms of like future esports activations and activations within the esports space?
1: Yeah, so our ambitions are three simple words. Uh, and it's something we've been tackling in 2023 with a lot, but also something we want to keep pushing. So first is scale, because We have 37 markets where we activate with Pringles in Europe. So we have to have this scale in terms of reach and engagement, uh, because we cannot forget that at the end, we are an FNCBG brand, we are a sponsor. So we gotta get the money back out of our investment. But at the same time, we also want to become something more for the community. So a second priority for us is diversity. Uh, We know that gaming, as in many other platforms and areas, uh, have been um, forgetting about minorities. Uh, and now we see that a lot of the priorities are shifting towards giving more visibility to women in esports, giving more visibility to other type of minorities. So we want to be. Of course, we are not going to lead the change because we don't have the space for it. We are not a gaming brand, but we want to keep supporting that so the change actually happens. Because agencies, partners, etc., agency and other, and other um, talent creators, etc., they need partners to back it up because they cannot do it on their own. Uh, So that's one of our second uh, priorities. And finally, also credibility. As I said before, we are non-endemic, so we gotta make sure that everything we do is very, very well appreciated uh, by the community. As a a final question
0: as well, um, a lot of, um, in the eSports space in recent years, there has been a little bit of a sponsorship drought coming in through 2023. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, a lot of endemic brands and some non-endemic brands are kind of pulling out of the eSports space. In terms of uh, Pringles per se specifically, what are Pringles now looking to do in the eSports sponsorship space to make sure that it is still the right value for them as well? Because like you said, you know, it's not just about connecting with people, it's also about still making sure that there is a return on investment.
1: Yes, we, I think that everything we've been doing in 23 is already kind of what our ambition is with eSports. Uh, but before we were just trying to get our food in gaming through esports so we were working with Chichu, uh, trusting them they did a great work with us as well uh, but we saw there was maybe a gap between very heavy gamers and very casual ones so we've unlocked this year we've been able to find the right balance and i think we're going to keep this approach that we want to be tackling more of hardcore gamer populations and we know that esports is key so we're not going to be forgetting about esports we need to be activating in esports is one of the most relatable uh, for the heavy gamer population. So we know that we have to tackle this space in a way. And our ambition is going to be to find the right fit. Uh, We are a playful brand, we are a fun brand, we don't take ourselves too serious. And a lot in the esports world is very serious. So we just have to find our right uh, area and our right space uh, to make sure that we activate the gaming from a credible but also from a point of view that is true to the brand. Uh, David, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, I just want to thank Roth
0: Video once again for for making this podcast series possible. But yeah, I appreciate you taking the time and and actually getting the the sponsor's side of things for a change as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Very happy uh, to participate.